Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. It's the Double Deuce. Oh, shit. We just stepped on each other. Double double Deuce. It's our first time back on the Deuce. Yeah. The Deuce... It's back as a, I mean, well, we were we were here the whole time. Yeah, we've done episodes every week, like you're supposed to. Yeah, but we weren't exactly talking to each other. No, it was weird. We were kind of talking by ourselves. It, I don't know about you, but last week I was feeling a little bit more desperation in it. Like, what do I talk about even at this point? Not much happened the, the week before, so I was struggling last week. I feel like last week was not my best work. See, I kind of got off on it. I kind of, for me, it became like a diary or a journal that I didn't have to actually like physically write. So I would just be like, "Well, I'm gonna talk about blah 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 blah," and the time went really fast. And I, I got some emotions out. I mean, I said some loving things about you that I don't think I would have said in an actual one-on-one conversation. That's nice. Yeah, I haven't listened to them yet because I wasn't I wasn't listening to podcasts really for the last month because I wasn't working, and that's when I listen to podcasts. So, you know, yeah. So that's but now we're back. Yeah, and we're and we can we, we've just got to avoid the crowd. We're cross talking. We're using Zencaster, which is too bad because we do a lot of cross talking. It's definitely difficult. It's sort of our thing. The thing that we're not going to do is have like. Ed Parker and Sheila McGuire on here with us uh, because then it was just one big 22 minutes of cross talking. That's too much cross talking. You got to pick your way. You got to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or else you lose the war. Hey, you know, we, we almost had a segue a second ago uh, because you started talking about your work oh, yeah. at one of the corners. Yeah, like our, our what what are we doing? Last? I started working from home last week. This last week. Okay. Now you have a whole setup, a whole setup there. Can you can you talk us through your setup? Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I had to set up in the garage because basically, uh, my department at work is taking like paper files and then scanning them to like digitize them into databases. And uh, the stuff I do is either getting the files ready or scanning the files, which are things I can't really do at home. But they were like, hey, what if we put some boxes in like a quarantine in a van for a couple days out in the parking lot? And then when you get there, just call me and I'll unlock it from the loading docks. You can get boxes and take them home to work. So, yeah, I set up like a workspace in the garage and I'm uh, going through I'm going through Medicare files in the garage. Nice, nice. So you've got kind of like the 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 anti printing press, mm-hmm. the copying press going on in your garage. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 like the Steve Gutenberg of medical copying. Yeah, I'm like yeah. It's it's like it's a whole lot of set and type, I guess, because it's getting all the papers ready to then go back to work and get scanned through eventually. I don't know. <laughs> Not having been there in a month, I don't know what the floor looks like right now with the jobs. But uh, I, I know we were behind when I stopped going in because of diseases. Right, right. So now let me ask you this: Are you actually like driving the van around in your spare time? No, uh, to like you know, try to get people to. I don't use the van. They just leave the. St- I go in in a car, and then I I I 
open the van and I pull this stuff out they need me to do. And then presumably uh, I drop off the stuff that I did while I was at home in the van, I guess. I, we I gotcha. Yet. No, the van lives there. I, I live, I, I'm using, I'm using like my, uh, the, like my parents spare car to do the transitioning just so, so I feel like there's all the different, like, uh, the touch potential contamination is different, like on so many different, uh, like types of things and cardboard, it's real low, but paper, it's like, eh, it depends on the paper. So figured to use a car. We're not really driving. Well, that that sounds good. I mean, I've been I've been working from home for a while now, and I guess I guess it's a little bit easier when you don't have uh you don't work with files on a regular basis. I mean, I have files, mm-hmm. but I don't have to access them on daily. So with my work, a lot of it's already online. Um, since I do social media, that makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a pretty natural transition. I think the only thing that's been hard on our end is just like. You know, because I'm supposed to be kind of talking about what we're doing as an organization, and it's really hard to keep up when everybody's all over the place, disparate, and um, doing different things and working their own programs and also working from home. So it's been a little bit challenging. I can see that. I mean, it it's weird. It's weird working. I know. Uh, I like part of me does like just walking out in the garage to go to work, but then also part of me is like it's also kind of weird. It does make it different. Like it. If I were just doing it inside somewhere, like if I just set up stuff on a table, I feel like it would be different. It still feels like I'm going somewhere separate, which maybe helps me be in the groove. And, you know, catching up on podcasts again. Like I said, I hadn't listened to a podcast in like a month. And so I've got a stack of them. And and there's a bunch of them where I'm like, yeah, this still, I can miss some. Uh, Especially I can listen to a bunch of sports ones and not not a lot of sports to talk about at the moment for some of those sports ones. Like some of them, you know, they're dicking around and doing other stuff that is kind of fun or it's kind of entertaining. But uh, especially the ones I listen to more for harder sports talk, uh, they got nothing. See, I got to get some new podcasts because I have pretty much got to the end of Harmontown now. And that Mm -hmm. was kind of my regular like long one that took up most of a week to get through on trips and stuff. Yeah. So I've been moving into, you know, to kind of fill that void. Uh, and there's, there's so many bad podcasts that it's really hard to find a, a gem in a, in a kind of a, a huge sea of turds. Um, I like to think that we're an emerging turd. You know, maybe someday yeah. will be a gem. We just need to be, you know, sort of pushed into uh, into into form. Um, we're t- we're, t- we're, t- we're top five in Lawrence. We got that going for we us. We're top five in Lawrence, yeah. And who knows how that's going to go? If it's going to go, we'll see what happens. Um, but I hope that we we win everything. I mean, I doubt it. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, I'm, I can't even remember what my point was. Oh, I need new podcasts. So if you know any, uh, hit me up at Double Deuce Pod. Uh, new podcast for Willie. Hashtag Willie Podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I I like a lot of different stuff. I like crime podcasts, and I like comedy podcasts, and I like some kind of role-playing podcasts, and I like history podcasts. Yeah, and I tried to listen to self help podcasts for a while, but that was they were really creepy. Have you listened to Noble Blood before? No, I haven't. It's good. It's like a history podcast. It's shorter. It's like every other week, but it's uh, it's like a half hours every other week on a 
particular like royal or noble in history and like what their story was and usually there's a lot of murders or sexes or things like that you know it's got it's got the it's got the gory details and all that but it's uh it's a fun it's well done i like it i do like some good murders and sexes and all that Mm -hmm. you know that's a good thing everybody likes murders and sexes yeah yeah so uh yeah i I just wanted to say I need some podcasts. I, I need continued entertainment. I need content. We all need content right now, Nelson. I know. When have you noticed? Because uh, for a little bit there, there was all the places were like, "Hey, we got a show. Let's toss it out now." Like things are thin. People will check it out. But then everyone started to throttle back because they had the realization of like, "Oh wait, we can't make new stuff right now until who knows when." We we can't blow it all. Like there's a few right. Like I, I, watch, I don't know if you watched that show, Black Monday. It's a lot of fun uh, that David Caspi does. It's got um, Don Cheadle and Paul Shear and uh, I can't remember, blanking on her name. Um, but it's, uh, it's a funny show, like 80s stock trading comedy thing. Uh, but they did like the first half of the second season and they're like, uh, second half's coming in the fall now. Uh, don't worry about it. We're going to come to that. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, no, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't managed to, to get to any of that. I've actually um, been working my way. Jack and I have been working our way through uh, Parks and Rec after going all the way through the offices. So now we're doing the Parks and Recs. I need, to and do, that's a lot of fun. I need to do that at some point. I watched it early, and I remember everyone saying like it took it like a season or so to get its legs under it. And I've watched random episodes here and there, but I've never actually sat down and watched it all. I should do that sometime. Maybe it's definitely got some really fun stuff for those of you who mm-hmm. know Jerry Mitchell, um, aka Victor Continental. Uh, Chris Pratt, I think, sometimes channels the essence of Jerry Mitchell in a way that. Makes me all teary inside because I miss the guy and he does a pretty perfect Jerry Mitchell quite a bit of the time. Similar energy. Yeah, definitely similar energy. Similar, like, uh, wavelength, too. Um, well, so we had some corners that we were going to do, right? Yeah, we, we mentioned a couple things. Um Oh yeah, we we were going to talk about we're both playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I think we talked about it separately last week, but we can talk about it together now. Yeah, how much how how much farther did you get? Honestly, not much from the last time we talked. I can't remember. Okay, because yeah, okay. on Tuesday, I haven't played since Tuesday. Oh man, it's blowing my mind. It uh, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I know I've looked at the map and I'm like, there's a whole lot of Greece here to play in once you leave this island, it looks like. Right, and then there's a whole lot of other stuff. Like you get in the middle of an Athenian Spartan war and mm-hmm. so you're you're like running around and you can kind of choose which side you're going to help out. I mean, you're still looking for your dad. That's your thing. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, yeah I, well, I don't want to do too many spoilers here, but uh, yeah. you know, you're looking for your dad. He's a he's a Spartan uh, chieftain, so you're going all around. But you can choose to join the Athenians or the Spartans, and there's a, a lot of a lot of fun killing and missions and stuff. It feels good. It feels like the best parts of Assassin's Creed games had a lot of like Far Cry influence yeah. with like the the mini games and camps, like go clear a camp out or mm-hmm. go get this document. Um, and I always liked that part of Far Cry, even though they're a little bit repetitive it's still fun to kind of get that stealth thing down yeah so i'm i'm enjoying the hell of it and you get a boat you travel around on a boat yeah it's all ramming other boats yep 
naval combat is fun. Yeah, I do like some so, some naval combat in those games. I remember playing a bunch of the naval combat in three, and then I, I played a little bit of Black Flag in that one. They like they like created the naval combat in three. They're like, we got something here, and then immediately put out two naval combat ones after that. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it, it seems like a real uh, a real cool melding of, of uh, all the previous stuff. And there's another thing that I haven't delved into, but I think if it's as cool as I think it is, it's going to be an amazing feature. And that's that um, people can build little missions that everybody can play. So if you're in a certain part, you can you can access stories that people have built in that particular area. I saw something um, about that. That does look dope. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. I want to give that a try, but I want to get a little better at the main game first, mm-hmm. in, in terms of getting the flow of that down. Yeah, uh, I'm still pretty button mashy at combat, so I'm trying to get better. Yeah, I know. I'm getting a little. I, I feel like a bunch of the the perks and stuff that I've gotten so far aren't button assigned ones yet. So I feel like I'm still feeling pretty uh, pretty okay at the combat, but I know once I start adding a couple more buttons, it's going to be a lot more to think about. They got this weird left bumper and 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 button mm-hmm. combo you have to do, and like hitting the left bumper when you're when you're mm-hmm. holding on to the controller is not the easiest thing to do in conjunction with uh, one of the buttons. So uh, it's, it's, the it's not a great button. It's it's hard if you're trying to do any kind of movement to be also using it as a button. Yeah, yeah, that's not optimal. Did I tell you, Ollie put a peanut in my Xbox. No, that's too bad. Yeah, I can't actually play any of the discs that I bought for it because he put a peanut in there. Oh, that's not good at all. No, he's dick. Were you able to get the peanut out, or is it still lodged in I there? Got half, I got half the peanut out. The other half's in the Xbox. Oh, man, that's even worse, honestly. Yeah, when, when you put a disc in there, you can hear a peanut rattling around, and then it's like, nope, can't play this disc. And then you pull it out, and it's all oily where the peanuts hit the disc. Oh, man. That, you know, it's a hot mess. That's one of those things, too, where it's like, you could probably open it up and get that peanut out of there, but I feel like you don't want to fuck up your Xbox worse. No, and I'm probably past the warranty point because it's like it says on there, like if you break the seal, you can't use any warranty on this ever, ever, ever. But I, I've realized that I download every game now anyway because I got the Game Pass and that's honestly gold. That's how I do it too, just so I don't have to like be changing discs. And also, it's just faster and easier to buy. Like I buy a lot of my games on sale directly with the downloads. Yeah, and I know I like uh, with my 360. I I wore down the the disc drive on there a little bit, so I started really uh using it less over time so there's almost part of me that's like uh disk drive wears down hard drive don't more hard drive please that's what i said yeah. to myself sorry well hey <laughs> it, it, well before it, we started i'm a little i'm a little loopy that's all right <laughs> if you um, if you ever need uh someone to put a peanut in your xbox though uh call me i'll bring my kid over well yeah. I'll, I'll yeah bring him and you can go upstairs and i'll bring him, let him downstairs and he can put a peanut on your Xbox and he can run off. He'll stay six feet away. No, he won't. He doesn't care about feet. No. He doesn't care about disease. Um, so He's a monster. Soft pass. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe when they're secure, we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if what else are we you can put it in my 360, that'd be less of a problem. There you go. There you go. 
then he's happy. I'm not as upset. Like, that's a compromise. He also broke one of the controllers, so now it's his $50 toy. Um, so it's going great over here. We're, we love him. He's getting expensive. He's getting real expensive. <laughs> I don't even know if we're paying for daycare right now. I haven't even asked. That's a fair question. I mean, there's all, I feel like there's maybe like a, can we get a compromise going? Like, I know you guys need this money too to like pay bills, but, uh, also you're not doing anything at the moment. Can we like, right. Can we get like a little piece back? I don't know. Um, so we were also going to talk, we were going to have sports corner where we talked about how there are no sports, which I think yeah. sounded funnier talking about it that it may be in practice. You know, I don't know if I mentioned I am I I am still bummed we didn't get college basketball cuz that's one of my favorite sporting times of the whole year and also KU was really good and it was a weaker field this year so maybe maybe they would have done it. Although historically when they're really good uh they don't generally close the deal. So I feel like a lot of people are like we missed it. We would have totally won. I'm like I don't know. We don't usually when we're in this kind of position. <laughs> Well, I think the great thing is we can just count it as a victory and no one can say that it wasn't, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, throw an asterisk up there, sure. But. Exactly. I feel like I feel like we get we get something for finishing the season number one, I feel like, you know. Yeah, if, yeah. We just get, no we chance, get the championship. We at least get like a, you know we get like a little sash we we get to wear to parties. Fancy dress parties. There you go. There you go. I I think we should all get a sash. The whole city. Give the city, give the people a sash, Lawrence. You know, Lawrence needs to step up on on getting us. Uh, I've you know, never like, seen anyone get a sash from the city, and uh, now that I realize that, I'm outraged. You know, we personally have had two commissioners on the show, maybe three, uh, at least two. Yeah. Two for sure. At least two. And neither one of them even talked about a sash. Neither one of them were wearing a sash. No. Uh, I know that Courtney still listens to this. So, Courtney, what gives? Trade-off. The mayor should also have a sash that says mayor that they get to wear around. But also, they should be giving... Absolutely. They should also be giving out sashes to people for, like, you know, being honored or whatever. And if the... If the excuse is they aren't really honoring people that way, honor the people and give them a sash. I personally also feel that the mayor should get a monocle and a top hat. At least cane. They should. They should be available to them if they don't yeah. go the whole. I mean, full I, yeah. Like sometimes it's top hat, but it's not monocle. Like there's events that are like that. Yeah, yeah. No, they could, they could, they could take it in whatever order. But like those should be like the three focal points. Like the Horcruxes of mayordom should mm-hmm. be a top hat and well, the four yeah. top hat, sash, monocle, cane. Um, coat with tails they have to provide on their own. Yeah, that's just expected that you own that. I mean, if you're a mayor and you don't have a, a, coat, a tuxedo with tails, who this is ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, even even Leslie Soden, you know, she had a tuxedo with tails. She was always wearing it around. Mm-hmm. You know, mayor's got a mayor. Mayor does have to mayor. I mean, that's expected because that, that is implied in the job, but I feel like you got to bring the, the, the appropriate energy to it, too. I mean, if you're... These, uh... No lazy mayors these, is what I'm saying. Yeah, new restaurants can't open themselves without a mayor. Mm-hmm. It, does, it doesn't happen. Ribbons don't cut themselves. The mayor needs to do it. 
Oh, big scissors. That should be the fifth Horcrux. Getting it's up there, I'm getting all the Horcruxes. But I feel like they never have them if they're not cutting a ribbon. So, like, I feel like that's just... A- they're still part of their soul in there. Still exactly. part of their soul. They should have it. They should have, like, it in a scabbard on their belt as if, like, a like a cavalry officer's sword. <laughs> Did you ever uh, watch Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency? Yes. Uh, the season two with the, didn't they have what big scissors? scissors? Yeah, they they were like yeah. they, they they could open. Yeah, they're like double bladed scissors because they they would hold them together <laughs> and occasionally then they would do a scissor thing with them. That's what the mayor needs. Exactly. Exactly. Take. I hope they're taking notes. All right. Well, we still. How many Horcruxes did did uh, Voldemort have? Was it seven? I don't remember. That sounds hey Jack, how many likely. Seven. Yeah. Seven. So we still need three Horcruxes. So uh, hashtag Mayor Horcruxes and let us know what you think the other mm-hmm. mayoral Horcruxes should be. Yeah. I mean, I we'll think, take the first three. I think scissors, though. I think scissors enough. The the sword scissors, that's, that's the fifth one right there. We need two more. Okay. Two more, two more, and uh, hashtag uh, LFK Mayor Horcrux. Are they um, are they sword scissors or scissor swords? Hold on, just a second. What's that? Oh, thanks, Dan. Oh, maybe Dan Dannenberg's a Horcrux. <laughs> That's what Jack said. Yeah. <laughs> so we may only need one, but we'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I like the Dan Dannenberg's of Horcrux. He'd he'd appreciate that. I think he, mm-hmm. he'd he'd call us fools. He'd have us for fools and idiots for that one. Old Dan. Uh, do we have any other corners? Uh, not. Re- oh, I, I I ate the the Burger King, not the Burger King, the Wendy's breakfast. I had the Wendy's breakfast. Oh, nice. And uh, I liked it. Although nice. they weren't like masking and gloving it, which made me uncomfortable. So I don't know how ready I'm going to be to run back there and grab more. Um, I'm having such a love hate relationship with fast food right now. I've been to Sonic a couple mm-hmm. times, yeah. and I just I feel I feel kind of gross about it. it. Yeah, and I feel like the fast food is maybe less necessary to like support. And I feel like they're not doing as much work to like sanit to, like they're for all I know they're wiping a bunch of stuff down. But I have yet to like I've I've been to Sonic once and I've been to Wendy's once uh, here, uh, and I feel like it. No one's wearing any protective stuff when I go there, and I'm like, come on, like just a mask at least, even if you're not wearing. So there you those, go. Uh, help me out because I feel like some of the restaurants I've been going to in town uh, are. So, although it varies, but they're usually at least doing a gloves or a mask or both, hopefully. Yeah, I know for sure. I, I've definitely seen that. I've definitely seen that. Well, that's our time. We, mm-hmm. we used that real quick. It was good talking to you yet. Yeah, it was good talking to you. It was good to do, even though it, we're not like, I don't feel like we're 100%, but I feel like we're at least like a, a good, we're in the 80s. This is a B of like the full yeah. experience. We're, we're losing our some of our crosstalk magic. Um, but I feel like we're at least talking again. And so that's, that's a lot. Yeah. It's not quite as, it's not quite as lonely as the last time. I'm going to leave you with a, a thought that Nick Spacek, uh, who, who's been on the show a few times, mm-hmm. uh, tweeted today. And I thought it was a really good thought. And I just want to throw it out there for all our Lawrence friends. And that is that, you know, $15 a week at various restaurants in town, supporting them is a lot more handy than $60 once and never doing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they rely on that kind of regular income. So, uh, you know, spend little, spend regular, uh, spend mm-hmm. local, spend little, spend regular, spend local. For- oh, I feel like it, Good. Or, or, you know, maybe you do the 60 right away and then you start dropping in some 15s after that, like period, like throughout the time, maybe a little mix there you go. Match. like give them, give them, give them that, uh, give them that, give them that boost and then, then hold them up there is what I'm saying. I also want to try, uh, Adri said something about this new, teach um, a man to fish is what I'm saying. Like more fish all across the board. Nice. Adrian said something about this new pizza at the Big Mill that mm-hmm. has pineapple relish on it, and I'm all over that. So yeah. that's my that's my want to get. Um, Big Mill. I should uh, try it. The pizza there. Pizza there is choice. Detroit style, man. I've heard good things. Is it just like it opened like two weeks before shit went wild? And I feel like I've been making yeah. my way through like my tried and true restaurants, like curbside, and it. And I feel like before I even think about going somewhere new. But I've, now I think I've checked off all the boxes of the places that I need. was like, I need to be there in within this in this month. And I feel like it's been a month and I've been there. So maybe maybe the big mill. Maybe I'm, maybe it's time. There you go. There you go. This episode brought to you by Big Mill. Big Mill, who will sponsor us when they can afford to at some point. If, maybe if we play them this episode. Yeah. Big Mill. It, it's true. We get, Detroit, it's a ringing endorsement. Detroit-style pizza. <laughs> Pizza that 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 tastes good and steals your hubcaps. Mm-hmm. What? Detroit. It's the Rock City. It is. That's where the right. cops in the future. They, oh yeah, it's Robocops. Yeah. It has to become new Detroit first. Something bad's going to have to happen, but then we're going to get Robocops out of it. So. Oh man, if they, if all the waiters dressed up as Robocop mm-hmm. at the Big Mill for Halloween, uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should suggest. Maybe this pandemic is the thing that turns Detroit into New Detroit. Like maybe that maybe it's not even that. Like maybe they get through it pretty okay, but they're like, let's just rebrand. Like it's a new world. Let's rebrand, and then we get Robocops. Yeah. Have you noticed more like wildlife in your neighborhood lately? I have. Not really. Not um, really. There's a fair. There's a there's a fair amount of like local cats that move around. So I feel like wildlife is capped. At probably what I normally see. I mean, it's also spring now, I, but I'm seeing, yeah. I am seeing like the crop of little squirrels that you see come spring, where you get like the the little squirrels that are clearly the the young ones who got born more recently. I hate the squirrels in our backyard. We've got one that sits under the bird feeder because he's too fat to climb the fence and get to the bird bird feeder, so he just sits under there waiting for birds to drop seeds. So he can grab him because he's fat, little fatty, fat face, fat squirrel. Although I feel like, like that's that's better because the fit squirrels climb up and they they scatter the seed as they eat it out of the bird feeder and they eat a whole bunch. I feel like the fat one just getting the getting the leftovers. That's that's the responsible way to do it as a squirrel. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hashtag squirrel responsibility. Tell us what you think. What can squirrels do to be more productive members of society? Well, I'm saying give. Give squirrel fatties a chance, Will. We're past our time. This has been excellent. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll give them, they got an extra couple minutes. I feel like just the the virtue, the last one's the virtue of me cutting and pasting stuff together. They were all, like, closer to 27, 28. Uh, so, <laughs> why not go a little over? But uh, I guess there you go. I haven't said double. <laughs> uh, that's everything we need to talk about. So. Yeah, that's everything we need to talk about. So hashtag yeah. uh, LFK Mayor Horcruxes. Hashtag uh, squirrel, squirrel responsibility. 
yeah, and uh, and everybody say hi, to Jack. Yeah, all right, that's my game. Double deuce and out. Double deuce. Double deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>